Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind-the-scenes content. If you enjoy our show, you can support us by writing a review on the Apple Podcasts app or sharing your favorite episode as an Instagram or Facebook story. And of course, you can share us with a friend. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Phantoms of Delight. Tonight, we'll read the opening to The House of Mirth, a 1905 novel by American author Edith Wharton. It tells the story of Lily Bart, a beautiful but impoverished New York City socialite. The commercial and critical success of The House of Mirth solidified Wharton's reputation as a major novelist. The central theme of The House of Mirth is essentially the struggle between who we are and what society tells us we should be. Thus, it is considered by many to be as relevant today as it was in 1905. Let's get cozy, close your eyes, relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Selden paused in surprise. In the afternoon rush of the Grand Central Station 
his eyes had been refreshed by the sight of Miss Lily Bart. It was a Monday in early September, and he was returning to his work from a hurried dip into the country. But what was Miss Bart doing in town at that season? If she had appeared to be catching a train, he might have inferred that he had come on her in the act of transition between one and another of the country houses which disputed her presence after the close of the Newport season. But her desultory air perplexed him. She stood apart from the crowd, letting it drift by her to the platform or the street, and wearing an air of irresolution which might, as he surmised, be the mask of a very definite purpose. It struck him at once that she was waiting for someone, but he hardly knew why the idea arrested him. There was nothing new about Lily Bart, yet he could never see her without a faint movement of interest. It was characteristic of her that she always roused speculation, that her simplest acts seemed the result of far-reaching intentions. An impulse of curiosity made him turn out his direct line to the door and stroll past her. He knew that if she did not wish to be seen, she would contrive to elude him, and it amused him to think of putting her skill to the test. Mr. Selden, what good luck. She came forward smiling, eager almost, in her resolve to intercept him. One or two persons in brushing past them lingered to look, for Miss Bart was a figure to arrest even the suburban traveler rushing to his last train. Selden had never seen her more radiant. Her vivid head, relieved against the dull tints of the crowd, made her more conspicuous than in a ballroom. And under her dark hat and veil, she regained the girlish smoothness, the purity of tint that she was beginning to lose after eleven years of late hours and indefatigable dancing. Was it really eleven years? Selden found himself wondering. And had she indeed reached the nine-and-twentieth birthday with which her rivals credited her? What luck, she repeated. How nice of you to come to my rescue. He responded joyfully that to do so was his mission in life and asked what form the rescue was to take. Oh, almost any, even to sitting on a bench and talking to me.